with sound. Alright, what's up everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Landicho and with me is... Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we're going to be doing the new movie, Promising Young Woman, directed by Emerald Fennell, starring Carey Mulligan, Bo Burnham, Alison Brie, Clancy Brown, Jennifer Coolidge, Laverne Cox, and Connie Britton. Just a heads up, the movie and its subject matter deals heavily in the subject of rape and sexual assault. Along with that, this uh, conversation is going to be mainly spoiler-filled, so if you haven't seen the movie, go ahead and watch it, come back to this, and also just keep in mind that it deals heavily in sexual assault. Um, But with that being said, Carmela, what were your expectations and context of the film Promising Young Woman? Um, I saw a trailer for this movie and it looked like a slick revenge thriller with surprisingly Carrie Mulligan, who has largely been in very independent movies and low-key-ish roles. Um, she has been nominated for like awards and things, but I don't think she's been quite in the spotlight as she has been with this movie. Um... And Do you know award- any like films or shows that she's been in? Because I ha- I think this is like my first time hearing about her, if I remember correctly. Really, um, I the first time I think I watched her was in Drive. She was uh, Ryan Gosling's like love interest. Ah, uh, um, okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> and then I think the only other thing I saw her in was this movie called An Education, which is just it was like a like movie like an independent movie, but it was like very low-key um and then other than that like her other roles have been pretty low-key to me at least she hasn't been in like the in like popular media i guess um but yeah i thought it was an interesting choice for her as an actress and i thought this movie itself was a really great like genre bending movie of revenge and i think it dealt with the subject matter in a very like sharp blunt way um and it was the movie was both like thrilling and emotional funny and dark and beautiful and (laughs) disgusting at the same time beautiful as in like the way it was shot um but we'll get deeper into what the movie was about later what did you have for expectations for this movie and what did you think of it so the expectations of this film was a quote-unquote feminist revenge thriller and i could see that like it sort of had uh, the female leads sort of have this vengeful path against men that sort of assault try to assault her or rape her um and i didn't have any clue as like what she did to them or what happened to these people at the end like i like i kind of felt it was almost like this like um tarantino revenge film at some point but then watching the film obviously it totally changed my uh, perspective and viewpoint of it. Um, like you said, this is a very, very chaotic film <laughs> in the best way possible. Um, the, like throughout the film, you sort of have these like different tonal shifts, these different genres that pop in and out of the film. Um, it was shot beautifully, like way too, like I, I don't say way too good, but really, really good. <laughs> Better than I expected. Um and yeah, like you said, it, it made me feel disgusted. It made me feel happy at some times. Made me feel like, you know, almost vengeful in my own self. 
um, it just like threw all these sort of different moods and tones at you without it being a halting stop. I think. I think when it sort of started to change up, it's like the way it was filmed, the way it was like portraying its message. I had never had a problem with it. I think like the tonal shifts and everything made it even more interesting in my opinion. It sort of um, kept me in my seat, kept me guessing because essentially I did not know what was going to happen in this film Dude, at any point <laughs> in time. Like I didn't know anything. The only thing I knew was that all men are trash, which is essentially what like, I got right when I was watching it. <laughs> you got right. Um, Good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, again, we'll get into it. Um, but Carmela, do you want to give a little plot summary of the film? And this time it's very little just because we're, we'll dig deep into more details later. But it's basically a young woman seeks out revenge against those who have wronged her in the past. Whoa! <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but yeah, like like I said earlier, it's it's essentially the way I described it is like poison, but wrapped in candy coated paint, and it's essentially like of like a fantastic movie filmed really really great, almost dainty to a point, but sort of like throws a curveball of it like switching drastically to show its its fangs essentially. Literally out of nowhere, like it was, like, it was kind of random when it would sort of like show its fangs and attack us with certain themes and like ideologies that we didn't even know that we we're gonna like see in this movie. Um, and before I go any further, uh, I'll try not to sort of, I guess, mansplain or shoehorn any sort of male opinion, just because I know it's really, really different for someone like me compared to someone that's a female like you, Carmela. I think it's. Um, it's a disservice for me to just like try and I don't know like try to like say something that doesn't resonate or relate to me as much I will try to like comment on things that I like and stuff like that but like I won't try to like put any other male opinion on this as <laughs> the least male opinion as possible I guess you can say it's, um, it's, it's okay I mean I yeah <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the consideration um and we'll get into it now. Um, so this movie basically took every single excuse, reason, slash defense for why men rape women. And it showed you exactly how ridiculous and pathetic they sound. Um, and they showed you like things like, oh, but I didn't want to, you know, say that about such a promising young man you know he has such a bright future ahead of him or things like um oh but he's such a nice guy he wouldn't do that or you know um just things that basically take the side of like the perpetrator um instead of the victim and this movie is like basically one revenge fantasy for like i guess a victim per se but um even though it wasn't like the victim herself um enacting like the revenge it was like her friend in the place of her like doing these things um but i actually I, like with your warning i actually am curious to ask you about like your perspective as a guy like and how this movie and like some of the things made you feel just because like yeah this movie is like puts that conversation at the center of its subject matter so i think and this movie i think was meant to spark conversation i don't think it was supposed to be controversial i think the reason why the things that it was about was so blatant and so blunt was to put 
literally put it at the forefront and not like hide it in the shadows as it so often is because like stories like these are often tucked away like they'll come up and then they'll like have like a moment to be viral but then they're never spoken of again so yeah I guess as a dude what did you think of this movie and how did it make you feel at times as a dude (laughs) (laughs) as like as a male identifying dude um yeah it's interesting because what you said like a lot of movies kind of like this pop up kind of randomly and from what i've heard of i haven't really seen that much that has to do with like this kind of subject matter but a lot of these movies sort of have this like almost too much of a shoehorned like theme and message to it which i think is a a lot of the times a problem with those kind of films because it's like they're spelling it out to us in the biggest way possible and it's sort of something that like almost devalues the movie just because it sort of really doesn't lead us to that path or show show us like some sort of consequence to these actions or anything like that sometimes it's it's so blatantly like obvious that it sort of uh hinders the movie and and almost in this case too i was there's a question i'm gonna ask later just to to figure out like how you feel about how the message is going to be taken but um for the movie in general in my opinion as a straight male (laughs) um it was interesting because um me and Sophia talked about it afterwards too. She said that she didn't really like how some of the the male characters were portrayed, which is surprising. Um, they, you know, in the beginning they have those three people that sort of have like them like talking the most vulgar way possible about like, oh yeah, you know, she wants it this way and stuff like that. And she was telling me that like she felt like over the top too much. Like it, she felt that like people don't talk like that anymore or people like she doesn't see that happening anymore in like today's day and age but then i was like also telling her like yeah i think that still happens it's just because like me and you personally are far away from those type of people as possible like we kind of distance ourselves from people that still think like that um and especially in high school too i was around people that talk like that and yeah we could use the excuse like there were boys at the time but even at that point I kind of already knew that like I didn't want to associate myself with those kind of people and they didn't really stick around me either so the fact of the matter is that those people could still be out there those people could still talk like they talk and have the same viewpoint from where they're standing um but yeah I just like when she said that it was so crazy because like I feel like from a female standpoint you would think that like almost most guys like that and from my own standpoint there are still people like that and it's very rare in some cases to have people that I guess don't think like that but if they do think like that it's hidden somewhere deep down as it was showed in the movie the nice guy that wanted to help her quote-unquote essentially became that bad guy um but personally when I was watching the film I felt of course very very uncomfortable and disgusted at certain parts of the movie and as being like I guess a male watcher I I really didn't have like any problem with sort of how they portrayed the males or sort of how they portrayed um these type of situations because in real life there's so many of these situations that happen and they get away with it like brock turner people that like all of a sudden like become a different person and try to prove themselves as a good person even though they did this heinous crime it it happens a lot right now and i don't think like this movie made me feel any sort of discomfort towards that or discomfort as a a male person in society just because this happens all the time like it's not it's not new to me it's not something that like 
I'm scared of doing happening to me because just because I'm so aware of it. And I just, I don't know. The way I was watching it, it was more or less just like reaffirming what I think, reaffirming like what happens in the world and reaffirming like just how much males should act better and and be more aware of their surroundings and aware of what they're going to do. Regardless if like you're too young, regardless if you're too ignorant, it's just a path that like you should just be aware of regardless if you think that like something this will this will happen to you or won't happen to you there's an outstanding amount of cases where it's it's males essentially and i get there's also that argument of like some females falsely accused but at the same time that doesn't make it better for the overwhelming cases that happen with males and it like i get that there's another side but the 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 majority side is way too much for it to be ignored or for it to be discredited and i think um when it comes to this movie and how it talks about those situations regardless if it became too obvious or too spelled out for us it was something that like i already acknowledged and i already like am cautious about like i didn't think it was something that made me uncomfortable because i'm a male maybe uncomfortable because these things happen um but yeah it's just like for the most part, I just kind of reaffirmed what I already knew and what happens in today's day and age with, honestly, most girls. And I that's why I kind of understand the sentiment of all men are trash, just because, yeah, <laughs> a lot of them are. And <laughs> if if I had, if for every reason I have to prove myself as a non-trash male in society, I will do that perfectly fine because I feel like I'm not, a scare, I'm not scared of, like, how I act in front of women or anything like that. I just... I'm aware of like how much women have to go through to make sure they're in the right position to make sure like they won't be assaulted in this case or or anything like that like I'm aware of that and that's why I'm fine with like that sentiment of all men are trash and the sentiment of having to prove myself as a as a fine young man I guess um but yeah (laughs) um thank you for your opinion josh we as a female um just kidding (laughs) we Um, the female congregation (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i that is very interesting um coming from sophia i would definitely like to talk to more (laughs) talk to her more about that later um but yeah like you said in the case of like hearing or seeing how the men were portrayed in this movie it is also something i see like or i have seen like all too often and they those types of people aren't people that i like hang out with or associate with um and i guess like while we're on the subject of like how the men were portrayed i guess i appreciate in a sad like terrible way i appreciate how the women who were in the wrong were portrayed in this movie too um just because they are also horrible (laughs) were horrible to the rape victim um with like allison Bree's character who was the college friend who basically like laughed at what happened and like basically didn't do anything about it to like help her and then with the freaking dean (laughs) who like basically used all of her power to defend the guy and like didn't even like give the rape victim like the time of day or any or any type of consideration um and i guess i'm curious to see if like sophia had a problem with how the women were portrayed just because maybe that's something she sees on a reg like regular basis that she might be okay with it or that it's like realistic to her 
Um, but yeah, this movie made me also very uncomfortable in all of the ways. Um, just being like a female, it just like confirmed all of the fears that, you know, I have like that I still have. Uh, and yeah, it's interesting to see Cassie's like path throughout this movie because at some points I was like rooting for her, but then at, and then like midway through the movie, I was like, wait, did she like, <laughs> did she kill that guy? Like, wh- like, what did she do to them? Did she murder them? I was like, wait, did she kill them? I'm like, am I internally okay with this? I don't know. <laughs> do I want to root <laughs> for this see where this goes. Um, yeah, exactly. That's how it was for too. I was kind of like questioning some of her actions and like almost to the point where I'm like, I don't know if, you know, like this is something that like would make things better essentially. It was kind of like questioning the character of Cassie for me just because it felt like is she taking it too far? Is she blinded by vi- like vengeance? Is she an anti-hero? Is she the protagonist? Is she someone that like people want to root for? I guess it was this weird like like crossing moment sometimes when when it came to Cassie and what she did. Like her vengeful act sometimes felt like something that was like sometimes it felt over the top, but right. But then sometimes it felt like over the top and sort of like okay, where are you going with this kind of a thing? It was kind of like this weird like disconnect we had I had with Cassie and sort of what she was doing. Yeah, I think the first, the I remember the first moment I felt kind of disconnected from her character in that sense was with the Dean's daughter, or actually was with Allison Brie. I was like, holy shit, should she just hire a guy to rape her in the hotel room? <laughs> and I like, Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't think, I don't think that's the solution, please. Um, and then later, it was later confirmed that... You know, I mean, okay, it was later confirmed that she wasn't raped. She was only led to believe that she was raped. Um, As with the dean's daughter, she basically tells the dean at first, like, hey, your daughter is being, like, raped and assaulted by all of these men who raped and assaulted my friend Nina. And then she's like, just kidding. She's at a diner waiting for her favorite band. Um and yeah, during those moments, I was definitely like my appalled, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is this is not. This, let's turn back. Let's make a U-turn." Um, I guess I guess though that may, brings another question that I'm sort of thinking about is like, did her actions? Yeah, her actions were pretty extreme, but like, were her actions sort of warranted for them to think a different way? Like, was there any sort of way that she could possibly could have approached this? for them to understand what happened to Nina? Like, do you think there's some way that they could have, like, somehow showed them, like, this is what, why it's wrong to think like this? Because, like, it is extreme, but thinking about it, like, how are you, else are you going to change these people's mind and sort of make them feel and see and, and like, show them what they were exactly saying to this to this vulnerable woman and this this, like, so-called promising young man? Like, is there any other way that she could possibly show them that they're wrong? You know, that is an excellent question. And I think the point, the point of like the message of what was trying to be said, because, yeah, Cassie took it to like the most extreme level in order for them to like basically like the only way for them to empathize with what happened to Nina. Um, And it's not like. Like, we were originally led to believe that she had, like, basically gotten these people raped, but 
she didn't in reality and there i i personally i mean it's hella extreme but personally i i don't even know what it would take to like truly allow someone to empathize with the, that particular that specific feeling um i think she was successful to be sh- like successful to be sure because she you know what's it called basically like created this situation where this thing where rape might have happened to their loved one and they reacted in like the most genuine way possible so i think in the end cassie's revenge was a success but would you agree with that (laughs) it's uh yeah again it's very interesting because like they're very extreme cases and very like i guess what she did was put them in nina's shoes in that case and like showed the like made them show the most extreme sense of empathy just because they literally went through it and felt that you know feeling of like of worry and regret and sort of like like questioning their like what they did and and all that and it it kind of like it, like it is successful in the in the idea of revenge and making them feel that certain way but i'm unsure if it's something that they kind of had to go through like i'm trying to think about it in the like the real realest world possible ever just this idea of because like if you try and talk to these people they're not for the most part it's never going to get through to them i don't think it's something that's you know so easy to talk about i know like everyone sort of has this idea like oh we could just talk about it and make uh you know compare differences it is it never really works out like that like for the most part people are instilled with their beliefs and instilled with like what they want to see what they want to hear what they want to feel um and then and for instance like so many cases today when it comes to musical artists heroes and stuff like that that become accused of these acts no one sometimes a lot of people don't really see the magnitude of these actions and it's it's only until it's personal that it affects them personally it affects them the way it should have before um like if you think about like these music artists who become you know accused of this situation i always think about like the people that have sisters and stuff like that that still happen to listen to that music because like for if you know if, like for instance if my friend friend's sister was assaulted by this artist the last thing he's gonna want to hear is like oh i listened to the new song it's pretty good you know like it's sort of like this like weird like hat and a hat thing of like you don't really understand the situation until it happens to you and that's not only about sexual assault but like even with like the pandemic even with like certain cases of of how people feel in different people's shoes sometimes race like it's it's really hard to try to not think of the extreme way to make them see what they're doing wrong you know like that's the reason why like there's still people that are racist there's still people that like because they don't get the the shoes that they're making fun of i guess you can say they're not walking in those people's shoes to see how they feel and how they react to these situations so she is successful in that revenge aspect i'm unsure if this should be like (laughs) something that should be put onto everyone that thinks like this but it's something that like was affected in that way and i can't I can't, like, figure out whether or not it's a good thing that, like, the way she did it or, like, it's not a good thing, but also, like, it's, like, really weird. It's hard to, like, try to, like, bring it to a level of, like, yeah, I get why she did that. Like, it's, I don't know. It's really weird for me. 
Um, I can definitely come out and say I don't think that what Cassie's actions should be replicated in the real oh, world. Oh, no, that's what I meant. I meant like I, <laughs> I didn't mean she. Even like, though they might work, you know, even though they might one hundred percent work, um, I think like just the extremity that she had to go through, like I think this really tells us that it's so hard to get people to empathize with a rape victim and it'll literally take this like terrible horrific scenario for people to like just have basic empathy for a rape victim and it really shouldn't be that hard it should not be that hard it should not be taken to an extreme all it takes is literally basic human decency to take the side of the rape victim um and empathize and you know what's it called you know follow procedure i don't know what happens after that i'm not a follow procedure <laughs> all the next steps for your job interview. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah exactly like it shouldn't be that hard but like the way that the movie portrays it it is that hard the fact that like she had to go through these steps she had to pay people off in some cases it's i don't know it's it's interesting to like actually talk about and try to like put it into real society standards because it's not something that like people could go out and do and like (laughs) make it right or make it like you know viewed in a positive light because it's still bad either way but it's still like it's bad either way but it was a method in the film for them to understand and it just comments on how much harder it is in real life for people to to understand that perspective and it's it's like it's really interesting because like it was the perfect way to prove her point essentially but we can't do that in real life just because it's something that's not not right it's not right in the sense of like the acts of these these extreme acts of showing someone that they're wrong i guess you could say yeah um and while we're on the subject like what did you think of like her whole like routine of you know going to a club pretending she's like blackout drunk um letting like these quote-unquote nice guys take her home and take care of her only for them to like um attempt to like assault her and then she like reveals to be stone cold like sober what did you think of that like her method of basically teaching these men a lesson i think okay like i think it was a very interesting method i think it'll take a lot of time because there are a lot of people (laughs) that she has to like trick essentially um and it's just interesting that like that she used this sort of method. I was one worried about her just because like at any point in time it could turn sour for her. Um, and it was funny that she sort of mentioned like this other girl that does the same thing, but she comes with a pair of scissors. I thought that was really funny. Um, <laughs> but again, it's something that is also extreme in that sense. But it did work, I guess you can say. It probably worked just for that night, but I, I'm sure they'd probably go back to their ways. But I guess they'd think twice. I don't know. It's still, uh, an, again, extreme method of proving someone wrong. But again, it was effective. Um, I don't know how effective for each individual person. Like, would they just keep, you know, to still do the same thing and hope that it's not, like, that girl or whatever? Or would they think twice and sort of understand, like, at what point can they, like, give their consent or not, essentially? Um, but what do you think about it? What do you think about her method, I guess? Um, I think it was, yeah, just another version of, like, going to extreme lengths to basically, like, 
prove a point and teach like society slash men a lesson about not to rape people rape women um and i think the movie like basically wrote her character well enough to like explain that she was doing this because this was her way of basically coping with um her friends like rape and death and she and it is definitely not something to model your life after because we saw her real life she was basically someone who pushed pause on her own life and like seemed really stuck on like you know her friends like death and what happened to her um and like chose to move on chose not to move on and chose to instead like cope with it in this certain way despite it probably being like effective (laughs) and hopefully effective um it is definitely not a healthy way to live but again i think this the point of like showing that was like to like tell us how hard it's going to be and how hard it is to explain to men to not rape women <laughs> like it's so hard apparently <laughs> and it is <laughs> sorry <laughs> no 100% like i think i don't know it's like going off cassie's character essentially she became someone who was blinded by vengeance i think she like was adamant to get like a real job she was adamant to like move on with her life it seemed that she was like stuck at her parents house that didn't want her there like she became someone that was so filled with rage and and vengeance for her friend that she kind of just threw her like essentially threw her life away in that sense of like not focusing on herself and just focusing on trying to get justice for every single person that would have wronged that next woman and it might not have been effective in that case of like them actually changing for the better. It could have just been like a one-time thing. And it just became uh, a routine for her to do this like every night. And it was almost like, where is the end game with that? Like, are you ever going to stop? Are you ever going to figure out how to, you know, move on with your life and sort of move on with this, this guilt you're kind of living with? Cause even the mom was like, yo, like, can you like the mom was also affected by it but she was also like you need to move on you need to like you know figure out your life in that sense and if the mom was able to move on and sort of continue her life like why couldn't cassie do so why couldn't you know why did cassie always get stuck with where she's at in life and always get stuck with choosing vengeance over her own life in this in this case yeah and like she there's like a point in the movie where she meets um Bo burnham as like a potential like love interest and we see like you know the happy life she could have if she like basically stops like her nightly routine and she is happy for like a little bit um and there's like this super cute like rom-com-esque like montage of them like falling in love and getting in a relationship um and it was super effective for me at least because i did not see where this movie was going because then it takes a wild turn and it reveals that Bo Burnham was one of the people who basically stood by laughed and let her friend get raped by like with like a bunch of people watching um and that was like a very horrific moment in the movie where she like just she basically 
goes on the suicide mission to finally like you know exact her like last um last mission i guess and go after the guy who actually raped um her friend um but yeah i i was like i was like super tricked into like thinking she could have a happy ending and then it turned and i was like oh shit why did i even like <laughs> i was personally tricked because i think i wanted her t- like personally to have a healthy happy life um and finally move on but you know uh, yeah a girl can dream but yeah <laughs> oh i knew from the start Bo was gonna be bad i knew it how I was did like, you, that's what carol I was like, said i was like how did you i was know? like no way that this is like gonna be a happy ending for her and like that Bo is this perfect person it was like so obvious like no bro you you out of here get out of here i know what your <laughs> trick is i know you're like that like really really good person in this film but then they're gonna switch it on i knew it i already knew it like essentially like this film had no good characters. Everyone was bad. Everyone was terrible. Like everyone like did not have a redeeming quality to their name. Nothing was gonna be good with this like the ending of this film or anything like that. And it was it did suck to see like Cassie actually happen with Bo and sort of move on, almost move on and sort of continue her life with Bo and sort of continue her life in general. But essentially it did not end that way. Um and I kinda wanna ask you um especially with Bo's character was there any sort of way I guess that Bo could have redeemed himself and sort of made himself a better person even if it's something that happened in the past that he couldn't do um do you think there's something he could have done to sort of almost fix the relationship or like to sort of undo the wrong of his past I guess you can say do you think there's a redeeming quality to him or redeeming part that he could possibly have done to make it better um i don't think there was obviously a way to like undo the wrong of what he did in the past um i think maybe the only way he could have possibly been forgiven was if he basically like fully acknowledged like his actions and fully like you know like atoned for it i guess um but when he's confronted with it, he immediately, like, spirals into, like, this thing of, like, um, I don't know. He The way he reacts is almost like a thing of where he was caught and this, like, buried secret was, like, dug up and he was like, oh, my God, like, no one was supposed to know about this kind of thing. I think um, it was definitely not something that haunted him it wasn't even an event that he regretted and like wanted to like what's it called address or learn from it was just this like buried buried secret that was dug up and he was like oh my god like it was we were in college i was drunk all these things all these things that people usually say when they're confronted with with this like thing and he immediately begs for forgiveness and it's like how can you forgive someone who (laughs) basically wants to erase like this memory and not acknowledge it um so i think a like full acknowledgement like a truly full acknowledgement of like what had happened and like maybe even like just a conversation about what happened possibly could have he possibly could have been forgiven by Cassie, I don't think she would have, like, stayed with him, but at least he could have, like, I don't know, been forgiven. I don't know. What do you think? 
Yeah, I think um, when Bo gets caught, he's more or less sorry that he got caught than the actual act he did. Um, I think if Bo sort of at least, at least for the most part, apologized for not stepping in, you know, I think at least that would have been made himself a little bit better that he sort of realized that he was just like this standing do nothing bystander during that time. And it's something that could have changed a lot of things if he were to step in. Um, and I think it's something that um, he definitely could have apologized for and sort of acknowledged the fact that like, yeah, he was in the wrong other than saying I was a kid back then I could lose my job. Like he like essentially went straight for something that like of trying to keep his, his job, keep himself safe. It wasn't something that he wanted to acknowledge as regards to an action of wrong that he did. And I think that's where he sort of like messed up. Like, of course, Cassie might have not stayed with him, but at least he's, he would able to redeem himself in that sense of like, I did something wrong. I'm acknowledging it. And obviously I'm going to do better now that I know more of this and how I feel about it. It's something that would have made him a better character. Um, and of course you can't erase the past. So at least something as simple as apologizing and acknowledging and fully, fully taking the blame and responsibility of the actions, even if it's in his past, it's something that you need to like come to terms with essentially and come to terms in regards of like acknowledging it and realizing what you did wrong. Um, and, and it kind of leads me to the lawyer's character, which I really, really want to talk about because he was a really interesting character. Um, but yeah, just like once Bo gets caught, he's like, oh, I could lose my job. Oh, no, this and that. Like <laughs> me, 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 essentially. And again, when he does this, it's reflected again later on when he's when the cops ask him, have you seen Cassie lately? He's like, oh, no, I don't know where she is. I don't know what could have happened to her. And it's something that like extreme as murder and someone missing you you still become this bystander of like not even helping them find this person that's it's a very serious case of like both one rape is a serious case but two the fact that like she's could be dead and gone again he's not taking it as a serious case as well he's not you know taking action and making sure that this person's all right this person is alive all of a sudden he just becomes the same thing he was in the past essentially this this like ignorant bystander that does nothing and it, it's like it really shows the character of himself again that like there was no redeeming quality for this person at all because he was so blinded by it and he was so ignorant to it and yeah i think like honestly like a simple apology some sort of like a small acknowledgement of it like i was there and didn't do anything like something that would have like made him realize like something that would have made us realize that he acknowledges the fact that like he was in this bad place and he did nothing and it would have at least redeemed him a little bit and that's kind of where i want to transition to the lawyer just because like his character was so interesting was this person that defends these people that are accused of rape and a sexual assault and help them get away with it and he becomes this like crazy sleepless person where his the skeletons in his closet are starting to catch up to him and sort of attack him in that sense and even when he's confronted by Cassie, Cassie's surprised because he's like, oh, I don't remember the guy's name, but I remember your friend's name. It was Nina, right? I don't remember the full name. I think it was Nina. And it was this part with Cassie that like someone finally remembered her name. Finally, someone remembered her past the acts that happened to her, the acts that like haunted her past. And Cassie sort of gets like shocked and appalled with this happening and the the lawyer sort of like goes crazy and like tries to apologize he explains the dirty tricks and everything and like he acknowledges what he's done in the past he acknowledges the skeletons in the closet 
although it might not redeem himself in general, he won't not, I don't know if he's going to be able to still sleep after that or if he's able to move on with his life after that. It's something that just haunts him forever. And, and the acknowledgement and the, the apology that he gave to Cassie seemed to be sufficient for her because she sort of like accepted the apology and stopped the beat up that I think was going to happen with the guy that she hired. Um, like the fact that he acknowledged it, he apologized and it's obvious that these events are haunting him. And uh, it's obvious that he remembers like almost each one of them um, at, in which that became made him a like redeemable character and then and when i saw the lawyer character and how he acted in, in the scene and everything i was like wow that's a that's crazy like i did not expect this to happen you know i didn't expect him to like the lawyer to be someone that's like yeah i'm like really sorry i'm like going crazy like it, i thought it'd been like yeah i did it I did it. you know like i thought he would have been like this snobby like i'm right person but he became this redeemable character of i acknowledge my past i acknowledge what i did wrong and i can't sleep because of it it's haunting me because of it and yeah i just really loved that scene in that character what did you think of the lawyer um yeah no it's a great example of like how unexpected this movie was um and literally like every turn um and i do like that it gave us like a variety of reactions to um cassie's like confrontations like you have with her first two um with the first two people she confronts was the friend and the dean like they're obviously like guilty of like they're obviously not guilty about what happened and they need like this horrific like scenario um enacted on them for them to realize like how horrible it was but in the case of the lawyer like you said he is like immediately like already a mess he is like what's it called he's realized like the the wrong doings of like his own profession and he remembers nina's name and yeah i i thought that was like a very interesting addition i think it definitely gave the movie a lot more like complexity and like flavor i guess like amidst all the revenge um it was like wow there's like actually someone who like remembered nina and remembered like the terrible thing that happened to her and felt bad about it you know and I like that. I like the that addition of humanity amidst all of the terribleness, I guess. Um, and I think story-wise, it, it obviously makes sense in the end why they have the lawyer be this person who wants to, like, redeem himself, who is, like, forgiven by Cassie because he plays, like, a critical role um, in telling her own, like, or in proving her own, like, murder in the end. Um, so yeah, I think story-wise it like completely made sense, but it was also like a great like addition to to her revenge, I guess. Yeah, like I it was also like it kind of ties into like the tonal changes and like the genre shifting in this movie that like the lawyer someone you might have expected to be like a snobby like needs to learn his lesson kind of guy he like learned it already he learns it like millions of times each time he like sets these like rapists free he sort of realizes what he's done wrong and and is haunted by it and he's like he's like so like obviously focused on like what he did wrong and even at the end it might be something that like he does to help prove that he, she was murdered and like help her in that case and help her in the case of putting him to to proper jail and and stuff like that um and I guess uh, that sort of brings us towards the end of the movie. Um, something that I kind of uh, 
am sort of struggling with is is the ending essentially and um yeah how did you feel about the ending and also <laughs> what do you think would have happened if she happened to survive that whole scenario so when the movie happened and ended i was like i felt very sad and i definitely asked myself like wow like did they did she have to die like did she have to be killed off in the end like that um and i think the more i thought about like the reasons why the director slash writer might have like written it this way was because um i think cassie dying in the end was basically the only way these men could have been arrested for what they did and they weren't even arrested for rape they were arrested for murder but i think that message of like literally the most extreme way these men can be possibly put away for a sufficient amount of time would be if she lets herself be killed so i think I justified the ending with that reason in mind and I was like I guess that really makes sense and I think that message like definitely like is very saddening to realize um because as we all know with the case of Brock Turner he was sentenced to six months in jail and probation and that was it and like (laughs) yeah and I guess in the case of the ending of this movie, these men and that man um, would be put away for years, probably for life, for murder. So, yeah. What did you think of the ending? Wait, what do you think would happen if she survived? Oh, okay. Um, I think if she survived, she... I mean... She probably... Like, if the movie was like operating on like because the movie operates in like a real world type of scenario even though like she is able to do these like very extreme things they're not technically illegal you know um i mean they're illegal but like they're not illegal enough for her to be arrested i guess because it's not like the friend was gonna call the cop like the friend she like pretends is raped in a hotel room is gonna call the cops and explain this whole scenario and then she'd be arrested like no she wouldn't probably wouldn't be um so i think like in the end if this if she had survived she probably would have gone to jail gone to prison herself instead of these men to be honest because she was like ready to obviously write like she wanted to this party like drugged all these people and then like tied this guy to a bed was going to like scratch nina on like his chest and there'd obviously be evidence because of that um i think the moment that she took her license plate off her car i was like yo she's she's gonna die like she's ready to die um but yeah so what did you think of the ending and what do you think would have happened if she survived so the ending for me made me feel very very indifferent um i think actually like talking about it and seeing sort of some sort of commentary on the ending um kind of made it better for me but i'm still kind of like it's still kind of hanging for me even with those explanations um i don't know it felt i guess it felt unsatisfying and i kind of get that it's supposed to feel unsatisfying just because in any case 
these people will not see jail time unless it's something for something else and it sort of commentates on the hardship it goes through to see justice and even in this case in this movie it's not even justice for the act of the rape or whatever is the justice of like the murder that happened he wasn't gonna get there's never gonna be justice for nina in that case of like her being raped and him serving time for it it was just something that like he murdered cassie and she was sort of this sacrifice to have them be put in jail and i think i don't know it seemed such like i don't want to say extreme but it seemed something that like kind of what i kind of almost how i kind of felt like with like 13 reasons why of how it, it like her suicide became this like revenge tale I can't explain why it feels like that. It's just sort of like her death became the same thing of like her death became the revenge for this person. Um, but then like, I'm also struggling with the idea of like, that's the only way that they would see justice or jail time was the fact that like she had to die. And I think in the movie too, I kind of saw that coming as well, whether it be like her getting killed or if she like kills all the bruisemen and like kills herself kind of a thing. Um, I knew that she was going to die, but it felt the ending felt so, I don't know. It felt like, kind of hanging for me and i don't know if that's because i'm a, a male or if the, the lens i looked through it is different um but i just felt very indifferent when the movie ended i felt like it it didn't really punch out the ending i guess and i think it's a weird thing to say because like obviously in a film like this like a crazy ending like a bloodbath or something is is something i guess that would make me feel less indifferent and i think that's something that I need to, sh- like, I'm struggling with, because it's something that, like, I don't know, I'm, it just didn't feel satisfying for me in that sense, and I think, at the same time, though, that's what it's, I'm supposed to feel like? I don't know, it's really weird. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I also felt, like, dissatisfied, because I personally, obviously, wanted to see her live in the end, um, and be successful with her revenge, um, and I guess, like, thinking about it more and i'd like to go back to the question of what would have happened if she survived and is was there another way for her to live and be successful with her revenge um and i completely forgot about the tape you know the tape right right. that would have like that was going to like expose um like the rape and like everyone involved in it and i feel like i guess the way it could have ended with her living and succeeding would be her to like expose this tape to like you know the right people and the public and have all of these men stripped of like you know their money their power like their wealth um and be confronted with what they did and have like a trial um i don't know like i guess that I don't know if that ending would have been too real world for this movie since the movie was definitely purposely extreme for like that for a reason, you know? So I don't know if the choice was to like basically just be very extreme up until the end kind of thing um, and not have a realistic like good ending, you know? Um I don't know. I felt dissatisfied too because I wanted to see Cassie have a happy ending at least, you know? Like, move on, like, be, like, complete and then, like, walk out and, like, I don't know. Just be done, you know? Be fine. I don't know. Yeah. Because I don't know as well, like, what will happen if she does survive. Like, I don't think she'd come out good in the end. I think she'd (laughs) she'd probably have to go to Joe or whatever and I don't know what happens to the guy. Um, 
but yeah like with the tape and stuff like that um I'm, I'm sure i feel like that's gonna be exposed after the movie like i feel like that's totally, also yeah. part of her plans <laughs> that, that she's also gonna release the tape as well um but as regards to that like i don't know in a sense of like how it'd be more satisfying and i get that it like it is more real world so like i don't think we would see a satisfying ending in this case and i kind of saw that like she was gonna die just because like her life at the time wasn't exactly the best she seemed to be setting herself up for something as big as being dead um but yeah the the, the ending is what like kind of like threw me off in a sense and sort of changed the way i kind of viewed the film um one thing that i heard um about the like a commentary about the movie is that like the fact that she died with her necklace on she essentially died with nina's name and the name that everyone's gonna see instead of being this forgotten spirit she becomes this overarching um figure in the in the case of when she gets murdered because she wears the name and no one's ever gonna forget that because it's the case of like of nina after her death and like how she visualized and sort of spiritualized her in this sense of like wearing her necklace and then dying with her necklace she becomes a name that's not forgotten anymore which i really really love in that aspect of it um but I guess with that, how would you feel if the ending was this sort of like Tarantino bloodbath type of movie <laughs> and how like if how would you feel if that ending sort of came across? Um, it would be a very different type of movie, I think, um, just because it wasn't that kind of movie to begin with. I think if it was like a thing where her acts of revenge escalated each time, it would make sense to me why it would be a bloodbath. Um, but I think the message would definitely be taken away completely, or not completely, but the message would be taken away and completely like rewritten. It would be more about like violence, I think at that point, than, you know, the rape and remembering like the victim and believing the victim um so yeah i'm glad it kind of wasn't like that i guess for entertainment value it would have been entertaining to see someone you know like get revenge in that way to like these like perpetrators these evil men but yeah it would definitely would have been a very different movie yeah i think it definitely would have muddled that the message of course and sort of like focus on the sort of violence that happens and i'm only picturing now of like after the bloodbath happens they're like oh yeah she's the serial killer that like pretends to yeah. kills these people that are and stuff like that and and they're like wow what a like what a warrior whatever and something something <laughs> weird like that and i kind of get that it would sort of like 100 percent definitely lose the message and totally be a different movie in that sense um but yeah, I think it would have been it because it would have been almost like Kill Bill in a sense, and that really didn't have any overarching message. To be honest, <laughs> it did not. It was just mainly just revenge, and like that's it. Even though like she did go through a lot, it never stuck to the audience of that. It's more of like, yeah, this white woman goes on a rampage and gets her revenge. <laughs> that's it. And that would have been the same thing with this film if it came that way. It would never ever stick to us that like, oh, it's about these themes and these ideal ideas that happen in real life shown on the screen. Um, I'm not sure what, what would make me feel, I guess, satisfied and, and, and the right way to make it the right message. Um, I think the last thing I kind of want to ask you is 
sort of the commentary and message of the film do you think it was too spelled out do you think it was shoehorned do you think it's something that like it like it should have led more with the audience other than sort of saying it to us in our face do you think it felt natural and in that case how do you think the audience feels about the current message in the film like do they do you think they'd also think it's something that's overly stated or if it's something that like said the message in the right way um i don't think you can overstate how bad rape is um i don't think you can shoehorn how terrible rape is and how men rape women like too much i guess and i in my opinion i think it's something we as a society are very uncomfortable with talking about um and that we don't talk about enough that like seeing i think seeing something like this as a movie and like the message so in front of our faces is definitely discomforting because of that reason um and it might feel so blunt that it feels like too much but i think it's something that i i think needs to be said again and again out loud i think the even like even though the audience and i myself like felt uncomfortable with like confronting the horror and the violence of like these acts i think it's definitely necessary until i think we eventually get better about empathizing with rape victims um so yeah, I understand the question. I understand that like its intensity feels like so much and like too much, you know? But I think in the grand scheme of things, I think it's only better that we do like have it like in front of our faces because it's not being done enough. Fantastically put. Um, like I 100% agree with you. I was just kind of like trying to figure out how other people felt about this sort of message and how people felt in this matter because I know when I was watching it I didn't feel as if it was something that like was shoehorned in or anything like that it's 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 a very serious subject matter and something that like essentially needs to be thrown in our faces and and when it comes to this message and what they're trying to do with this movie it's something that like it sort of answers these questions that happen in real life like with with Brock Turner and with these these sexual assaults that happen and the commentary and people think the things that people say with these cases it's essentially what happened in the film and I don't think it was anything that like was too spelled out it was something that just happens right now it is spelled out in real life but people don't seem to put the words together it's something that like they attach to like we can't ruin this guy's career reputation because of one mistake that's essentially what happened in a lot of this film and it's it's yeah it is a a a message that is said when it comes to these situations but it's not something that sticks with us it's always that that sort of um statement that happens every time these sort of cases happen um we can't ruin this career we can't ruin this promising young man's life and it's showed in this movie and i think it's if it is sort of obvious to the audience in a bad way it's because that like it's an answer to those real life situations that actually happen it's it is shooing it is like this obvious terrible thing that they did but we're not reaping justice for those victims and it's and that's why like i didn't i never felt as if it was like too spelled out for me or anything i just thought I wonder how other people think because I've 
been watching a couple other people's videos and, and reviews about it and it seemed that like a lot of them who were, who were male ironically kind of said that like the message was almost too obvious to them and too spelled out for them and I was like that's very interesting because like for me <laughs> it it was this message that I clear silly clear but I see why that it has to be said and why it has to be thrown at us in this film and sort of thrown at society until we do get better if we do get any better um but i just want to ask that because it was just so interesting to hear that from other people to say that like oh it's too much it's too shoot like it's too much it's like it's it should be like leading us to the message it should like and then i was like uh, i don't know dude like <laughs> i think about I that a lot know, too dude, like you, a lot did you want a obvious. subtle way to <laughs> yeah. explain that rape is like bad um, yeah it's very obvious in real life but uh, i guess a lot of people don't think it's obvious in real life so um <sighs> but yeah <laughs> that's why i kind of want to ask that because i thought it was no so totally that, like, like that sort of commentary was being thrown around i yeah i haven't like watched uh what's it called reviews on this movie i think the only review i saw for this movie was chris stuckman's um and my opinions were like definitely like aligned with his he also had like a very like mixed feeling about the ending he he actually didn't like it he didn't like that she like died and i think he also probably wanted to see her like be happy at least um but anyways yeah it is a uh, very interesting and um, a little disappointing to hear that a lot of male reviewers are, you know, calling for or saying that the messaging was too much, too in your face. Um, and I guess all I have to say to that is that I'm not sorry that it was too spelled out for you. Um, I don't know what if they wanted a more subtle way to explain that rape is bad but yeah i i don't think we need a subtle way to do that um and i'm sure there's other movies that have it in a more subtle subdued way um that might make it more comfortable for them to um enjoy i guess so (laughs) thank you for asking that and thank you for telling me that that's how a lot of men reacted (laughs) all men are trash (laughs) and with that (laughs) this has been our episode on a promising young woman um a great deal of subject matter has been said in this film that obviously reflects a lot of moments in real life and especially in today's society people that are kind of blind to their own destructiveness and lack of empathy when it comes to to real life situations and i think when this film like when i saw this film it's something that like i truly truly wish would slap people in the face and sort of show people that like yes it may look sort of spelled out and or ridiculous but it's again spelled out and ridiculous in real life no action of sexual assault or rape should be just brushed off as a mistake in a young man's life it's something that's very very serious and something that could affect everyone involves life and i think when it comes to that it's something that like people sort of need to understand um not necessarily in the extreme way that cassie did it um but if that's something that's gonna like make them realize i don't know um but (laughs) this has been our episode on promising young woman thank you for everyone for listening um my name is josh landicho and you can follow me on instagram at the space wolf and i'm carmel and you can follow me at catmello 
And you could follow Watchwood Sound on Instagram at Watchwood Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Anchor. If any of those apps have the option to like, comment, subscribe, or anything like that, that would help help us out a lot. We also have a program going on Anchor called Listener Support, which lets you subscribe monthly at any dollar amount. Obviously, if you're able to, it would help us out a lot. Um, but thank you all for listening, buddy, and keep on watching for terrible human beings.